This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't do those anymore. Anything I don't show. You won't track here anymore. When we last left Michael, 36, and Madison, 22, they were leaving Michael's favorite bar, at which Madison has recently begun working. They walk the few short blocks back to Michael's apartment. As the elevator doors close behind them in Michael's building, He wraps his arms around her and pulls her closer for their first kiss. It is below par. They continue into Michael's apartment and have substandard intercourse. The most notable moment for Michael was noticing a prominent scar on Madison's stomach before both of them fail to climax. Michael fakes an orgasm and quickly scurries off to the bathroom to discard his empty condom. He returns to bed. You know you really didn't need to use a condom. What? I'm clean. I just got tested. Yeah, don't take it personally. I always wear a condom. Well, you don't have to with me. I'm on birth control, and I think I'm immune to STDs or something. You can't be immune to STDs. Well, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I've had a lot of unprotected sex with randos and never once caught anything. Uh, but that's not a thing. Either way, I'm pretty sure I'm not immune to STDs. I mean, I've never had one before, but I'm pretty sure I'm just a regular human. Suit yourself. So that scar on your stomach. My scar? Yeah, I don't mean to pry, but I just noticed it. I had cancer and needed to have my spleen removed. Jesus, how long ago was that? A few years ago. I'm all clear from that now. So I'm immune from STDs, but definitely not immune to cancer. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's kind of the reason I never went back to college. Then I met my ex and got wrapped up in his shit, and now I'm just trying to pull everything back together. (sighs) I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish I would have just gone back to college. Being young and not being in college sucks. Oh, shit. What? Fuck! What? I forgot to pay the bar tab. (laughs) What? Before we left, I was so shocked you said yes to my awkward proposal that I just got up and walked out. I totally didn't pay for any of the drinks tonight. Are you just trying to get rid of me? No, I am genuinely this stupid. Well, you have to go back and pay. Otherwise, Rob will have to pay that tab himself and he will be pissed at me. And I just started there and I can't lose this job. Okay, uh... You can you can stay here if you want. No, it's fine. I'll come with you. Michael and Madison return to the bar. Madison hesitates before they enter. So I'll just wait for you out here? Really? Yeah. I, I know they saw me with you tonight, but I don't want to be the waitress that sleeps with the regular. Okay, I'll, I'll be right out. Michael enters the bar and apologizes to Robert, 28, his favorite bartender. Robert is perturbed, but knows Michael well enough to forgive this innocent transgression. Michael pays the bill, tips extra, and exits. To his surprise, Madison is gone. Several evenings later, Michael and Bradley, 33, return to the bar. Have you talked to her since then? No, I tried texting her a few times, but she never responded. Well, like, don't fuck this up for us. I don't want to have to be all weird every time we come in here because you had a fling with a waitress. I know, but that's why I want to talk to her. I just want to smooth things over because clearly there wasn't a connection. Hey Rob, is Madison working tonight? Madison? Hell no. That girl fucked me over last night. It was my one night off this week, and she just walked out in the middle of the shift. I was lying in bed and got a call that I needed to come in and help out, 
because she left a whole bunch of pissed-off customers and just disappeared into the night. Mike, maybe she didn't ghost you at all. (laughs) Maybe she just has the ability to disappear. No, her superpower is immunity to STDs. Bradley stares blankly at Michael for a moment, then frantically grabs for his cellular telephone. I don't understand what you're saying, but we actually gotta leave. Why? Because I have to go judge that burger battle bullshit downtown at the South Street Seaport, and you're coming with me. I don't like being at these events by myself. I really don't feel like going. I bowed out of the running at Madison pretty much immediately and gave you almost no trouble about it. You're coming with me. But she was clearly into me. You didn't do anything. Rob, I need a ruling. Yeah, Brad's in the right here. He could have really blocked. And to be honest, I'm surprised he didn't. Fine, but you still owe me for the drinks that night. So you're paying for the cab. Reasonable enough. But in that case, we need to leave right now because if I'm paying, we're getting a rideshare. Five minutes later, Bradley and Michael leave the bar and enter a 2015 Cadillac Escalade. The driver, Mamadou, 35, has been employed for six months by the discount rideshare application that Bradley prefers after spending a few years as a yellow cab driver. Bradley and Michael are forced to sit in the way back, as the car is already occupied by Samantha, Kayla, Olivia, and Sydney, who are all 20 years old. With everyone seated, Mamadou begins to drive south on Broadway. Bradley whispers to Michael, Oh, the perfume is so strong. I don't know how long I can last. Uh, My eyes burn. Why can't you just pay for a normal cab? Oh, seriously, this is going to be a problem for me. Excuse me. Kayla and Olivia turn around to face Bradley. Just curious... Where are you guys getting out? We're going to a bar in Chelsea. Ew, don't tell him where we're going. Right, yeah, that probably sounded aggressive and creepy. He's just asking because we're pretty squished back here and we're taking this car all the way downtown. So we were just wondering how long it would be until we could move up. And your perfume is making me really queasy. Sure, whatever. Samantha turns around in the front seat. Don't be mean! Do you guys know any cool bars in Chelsea? Yeah, there's some awesome spots down there. You should really check out the cocktail place on 9th Avenue. Um, what was the name of that place? Hold on. Stop, stop, Mike, stop. What are you girls, in college? Should we be telling them where to drink? Well, I mean, we're juniors. We're all graduating in 2018. Except Sydney. She's finishing in 2019. I never want to graduate. Where are y'all in school? UMass Amherst. Amhoist, huh? Was that supposed to be a Boston accent? Dude, what was that? The Bronx or Leprechaun or something? You're on her side now? There are no sides. So, okay, you're juniors, so fine. You're good with your phones. You can just Google a cocktail bar on 9th Avenue and figure it out. It's dope. Seriously, check it out. We're supposed to meet Olivia's boyfriend at a place called Provocativo Chic 55. Stop telling them our names, Kayla. That sounds like a meatpacking club. Oh my gosh, he's homophobic. Meatpacking is the name of a neighborhood. It's not a gay club. You guys should come with us. (laughs) No, 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 that's all right. Uh, We have to get to Brad's burger contest downtown. He's a judge. Ugh, of course you're carnivores. I love burgers. Where should we get burgers while we're in town? Yeah, you should check out my blog while you're in town. It's called Burger One Time. It's organized by neighborhoods, so you can find the best burger no matter where you are. You can follow them on Instagram, too. Oh, that's way easier. Mike, the fuck? What? I just got you four new followers. The car arrives near Provocativo Chic 55 in the meatpacking district. Mamadou pulled over to let the girls out. Do you need me to move the seats so you can move forward? No, we're good back here. Uh, but do you mind rolling down the windows a little bit? No problem. Mike, are you Christian? 
Uh, I, w- I don't know. I'm just, I would say more than you. Right. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm 100% not Christian, but I've still listened to a couple episodes of the Bad Christian Podcast on the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, and they talk about stuff. They do, Brad, because they have a long career in the music and ministry business. Shouldn't that be music and ministry businesses? It's not one business. It sounds like they make it one business. So for 12 years, they've spent uh, time in bars, churches, tour buses, counseling sessions, in wild parties, prayer circles, and circles of people doing drugs. Do people do drugs in circles? Yeah, yeah. That definitely like around campfires. Uh, you smoke drugs in a circle? You smoke the drugs. Okay, yeah, I can see that. In a circle jerk, I imagine that drugs could be done, although you'd be distracted from the primary mission. That's probably the more music side than the Christian side, I would think. This is sort of the tone of the podcast, but you know, they have southern accents. So, check out Matt, Toby, and Joey on the Bad Christian podcast. Uh, it's available at jabberjawmedia.net. You can also find them at badchristianmedia.com. Mamadou drives south for only a few blocks before he's alerted to another fair nearby. He picks up Paige and Kara, who are both 24 years old. They have been drinking for hours. It's really cold in here. Do you mind rolling up the windows? Actually, if you don't mind, can we keep them down for a few minutes? The girls who were here before you had really heavy perfume on it. It's making me feel a little sick. Don't be an asshole, dude. Whoa, what? You're being an asshole. It's cold, you dick. Girls in the car should be comfortable. Holy shit! Hey, it's cool. We can roll the windows up. Maybe we should start over. I'm Mike. I don't give a shit what your name is. Don't fucking hit on me. I'm not hitting on you. I'm just saying hi. Ew, Paige, call Tim and tell him that this creep in the Uber is hitting on me and his friend is making us freeze to death in here. Do you really want me to call him? What the actual fuck is going on right now? I was just trying to be friendly. You're a creep, and you're an asshole, and one of you is wearing disgusting cologne. No, it's not us. That's what I'm trying to say. The girls who were in here before you were wearing a ton of perfume, and that's why I wanted the windows down. I just need the car to air out a little bit. I kind of like their cologne. It's not cologne. Brad, do you even wear cologne? Oh, of course your name is Brad. Worst name ever. Are you being serious? Her ex's name is Brad. And let me guess, your name is Jeff. No, it's... Yep, 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 yes. It's Jeff, his name is Jeff, it's spelled G-E-O-F-F. I knew it. This is the ride from hell. I need to get out. Oh, thank God. Kara, we're like two blocks away and my feet already hurt. Let's just stay in the car. I want to get out. Mamadou pulls the car over and lets Kara and Paige out. Once on the sidewalk, Kara immediately begins to cry. Mamadou drives away as Paige throws her arms in the air in exasperation. Clearly, this was not an uncommon occurrence. Fuck's sake. Why did you tell him my name was Jeff? I just wanted to push buttons. Hey, um, what is this driver's name? Bradley looks at the rideshare app on his cellular telephone to find the driver's name. Um, excuse me, uh, Mamadou. Yes? Do you get fares like that in here a lot? Oh, all the time, all the time. It's sad. Sad, sad, sad. Women are wicked when they drink. Simply wicked. Well, I don't know about that. Wicked? Yes, yes, my friend. They are wicked. You feed a woman, and she will make you poor. You give a woman a drink, and she will hurt your soul. You love a woman, and she will break your heart. They are greedy when they are full, wicked when they are drunk, and cruel when they are loved. Bradley turns to Michael. Yeah, okay, dude. We need to see how deep this goes. Please don't hang him on. Hey, Mamadou, what about men? Are men wicked? Mm, Men are dangerous. Men are thieves. When you trust a man, he will steal your property. When you trust a man to be your colleague, he will steal your money. When you trust a man to be your friend, he will steal your dignity. And he will steal your woman. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. 
I used to be like you two. I used to worry about things I cannot control. Okay, right. But I think he's asking if you had a friend who stole your woman. <laughs> I do not worry about the past anymore. This is the truth. I am a wave. You are a wave. And you are a wave. The wicked women are two waves. But we are all in the same ocean. We may crash into each other, but then we become one wave. We three are all waves. But now we travel south together. We are all one wave in the same ocean. See? I like that. That's beautiful. Yes, my friend. It is beautiful and terrible. It's beautiful and terrible? He means terrible, like so massive as to inspire terror in those who come to understand the world that way because of how massive that thought is. My friend, you understand. You and I are of the same mind. We are as one, both able to see the world for what it truly is. Oh, thanks, man. I like the way you think. This is the same guy who just said women are wicked. Actually, he did say some terrible things there for a second, but look past the individual words and look at what he means. It actually really spoke to me. We are all the same spirit going through the world together, and to treat others with disdain hurts the whole. In this case, the whole ocean. Yeah, I think I'm out on all that. If you would be not out on all that, you would not be frustrated by these women who are drunk and cruel. Their words would be nothing more than a foul smell that gums and goes. Yeah, their words were kind of like farts to me as is. No, not fart. A foul odor like rot, like puss. I I don't see why the smell has to be so specific. Stop giving him a hard time. You're the one that started this conversation. I am not offended. Do people talk to you about this kind of stuff a lot? No, they usually do not talk to me at all. Or they ask me where I'm from, and they want to know about politics and Mali. But they don't even usually know that Mali is in Africa. Well, that's annoying. It is better now than it used to be. I used to drive a yellow cab, and passengers treat me with much more respect now than I drive an Escalade. Appearance is everything, and it's also nothing. Alright, I'll bite. Say more about that, please. People think the yellow cab drivers are beneath them. They don't talk to them. They don't want to sit in front seat. They are conditioned to think yellow cab drivers are servants. Do you think that's because of the little glass partition? Mm, again, my friend, we are one mind. It is that, yes. It's also because they are divided. Not in truth, but in soul. The divide makes many believe that if they communicate with everyone, they begin to lose pieces of themselves. They believe appearance is everything, but it is not. Appearance is nothing, and no person can take away pieces of you. The pieces of you belong to you, and they stay with you, because you are whole. You are not a teardrop, or a raindrop, or a cup of water. You are a wave, and I am a wave, and now we three are all waves in the ocean. Well, it looks like this wave is about to come into the beach. Uh, that's where we're going over there. Can we get out up at the far right corner here? Mamadou pulls the car to the side of the road. He exits the vehicle and walks to the passenger side rear door to pull down the seat so that Bradley and Michael can exit as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Mamadou smiles at Michael and extends his arm for a handshake. Michael obliges him. My friend, I'm very glad we met. We should speak again soon. Oh yeah, totally. I hope that happens. Oh, here we go. Mamadou pulls Michael closer and gives him a hug. Michael stands uncomfortably. Bradley stands by staring, his mouth agape. A moment passes, and Michael feels that enough time has elapsed, and he can politely step back. We should exchange numbers. Oh no, that's that's okay, man. We don't need to do that. <laughs> I will give you my card. No, please, don't trouble yourself with that. I'm, I'm alright. Oh. I appreciate the offer. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. 
Goodbye, my friend. Mamadou pulls Michael in for another hug. Michael pulls away more quickly this time. He and Bradley walk towards the South Street Seaport. That was so cute. You made a new friend. I was I was just trying to... I don't know what just happened. I don't think it was anything nefarious, but you and he are of the same mind. He just wanted to keep being on a wave with you. You know what the weirdest part was? When he brought me in for the hug, I could smell him. And uh, that perfume smell from the car? Definitely him. Too Old Today was created by Mike Tanzillo and Brad Garoon. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Stalk us on social media at Too Old Today. If you have questions, comments, or the unbearable desire to be an angry troll, email us at info at Want to share your dating stories? Give us a call at 718-559-1040 and leave us a message with your story. If we get really good ones, we'll play them on the show. For more info, visit tooltodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows, pay for more dates, and <clears throat> maybe give the narrator a raise. Darkest night, and we will glow in our places This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.